For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. All right, everybody. Welcome back to our, our Friday show. Oftentimes we ask youth workers uh, what books outside of the Bible have been most influential as well as those that they're reading um, right now. We, we want to encourage people to be lifelong students. Um, we also know that Christians um, uh, should be uh, those who are immersed in the Word. Uh, we know that Jesus Christ um, calls himself the living Word. God chose to reveal himself through words. So in light of that, um, Tim, what have been some key uh, texts from Scripture uh, that have shaped your thinking in this area? And then we'll get into some some other influential books as well. Sure. Um, I guess they're kind of unusual ones in that the, the first one would probably be simply, I guess, Mark 12, uh, love your neighbor as yourself, right? Um, putting this great moral responsibility on Christians as our first line of action, not to love ourselves, not to do what's good for us, but to do what's good for them. And so if I'm thinking about movies, if I'm thinking about watching sex and nudity in movies, and I'm thinking about that person on the screen is my neighbor, what's the most loving thing I can do for that person. I think the most loving thing I can do is turn off the screen and say, I'm not going to watch you do that. That is unloving toward you. You may not know it because you're an unbeliever. Your mind, your heart has been darkened, but far be it from me to take advantage of that by doing something that is unloving toward you, which is to see you in a state that I should not see you, to see you in a way that is between you and your your spouse. So that was the first one. I guess the second would be just reflecting on passages like Philippians 4, verse 8, right? Whatever is true, whatever is noble, it is right, pure, lovely, admirable, that kind of text. Am I, is that, is, is watching sex on the screen, is watching people pretending to have sex with one another, doing their absolute utmost to make me believe that they're truly having sex with one another, is that true and noble and right and pure and lovely and admirable or not? Or is it something that it's actually the opposite of that because those people are not married and they are doing it in front of a camera and they are doing it to try to titillate. They are trying to simulate having sex with one another. So I think passages like that have really been playing in my mind. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's helpful. Um, and, and I do just, as you say that, um, you know, Philippians four verse eight, um, I was reminded of Brian Gadawa in his book, Hollywood worldviews and him talking about reflecting on what is true and how there's a darker side of truth and so not necessarily just applying that to, um, you know, sex and, and nudity, uh, but other things that could be, you know, um, a little more challenging to watch. What, is there any kind of comments you want to give to that? Sure. I, I think there are dark themes that can be dealt with. So you think about sexual assault or something like that, which has been, I mean, it's it's all over television and and movies today. And I don't think it's necessarily wrong to, to cover a subject like that, provided you're you're talking about it or covering it in such a way to make it dark. You're not glorifying it or advocating it or anything. Um, but I don't think we can say this has a good purpose and is serving a good purpose. Therefore, we're still going to show this explicit sexuality. 
Um, you know, we read about sexual assault in the Bible, but it's in words, not in images. There's a reason God gave us a book and not a movie. So um, I just don't think we have the right to, to, to run over one thing that's wrong in order to do something that's right. I think we're called to a higher standard than that. So um, yes, truth has an ugly side to it. Absolutely it does, because we live on the, the this side of Genesis chapter 3 and the fall into sin. But I don't think that gives us the right to be participants, willing participants in it. Absolutely. Yeah, and I love that you continue to go back to that loving our neighbor as ourself, because that is one, as you said, kind of an unusual reference you'd go to on this subject. But I think it is one that we just need to need to think about a bit more and how it applies um, in this context that we're discussing. Um, so those are some good scriptural texts that you gave us. Uh, what, what have been some helpful and influential books uh, that have shaped your thinking in this area? Actually, there haven't been any. I think most of the Christian writing in this area has been not so good. And I have read Hollywood Worldviews, and you know, I, I, it had some good stuff in it. Um, but I really have found very, very little. When I started, started, when I started telling people this position, when I started writing about it. I haven't found a single book that covers it. I haven't found a single Christian book that I think deals really well with cultural engagement. It's just taken as it's taken as if it's so obvious we don't even need to discuss it that Christians ought to be engaged in culture and pop culture. I don't see many really good defenses of it. Um, the closest I've come is one, I believe it was a master's thesis that approaches um, this issue of sex and nudity through the, the the context of is this loving for my neighbors. But I found very, very little um, which is one of the reasons I've been doing some writing and intend to do more writing in the future. Well, and, and I guess that's kind of a, a follow-up there is, are you trying to tell us you're going to write a book on this? <laughs> uh, I don't know that I'm going to write a book on it. I think I'll write um, more on it, more articles and maybe a booklet or something. I don't know that I've got 180 pages worth of material to say. Um, I don't know that it would hold my interest that long, to be honest. <laughs> um, and just with so many other things I want to, to talk about. But I do think it's very important. Um, so I think I'll do some more writing on it and try and compile that into something people can can look at. And, you know, I'm not trying to afflict other people's consciences here. And I, I know there's some people I love and admire and, and truly godly people who are okay with watching sex and nudity or they're okay with watching it but skipping or fast forwarding and all of that. So I don't want to come down all harsh and judgmental on, on, on those people but I really think there's something to be explored here, and I'm willing to be proven wrong. I mean, honestly, I, part of me would love to be able to watch season two of, of Stranger Things and form my conscience, come out on the other side saying, yes, I'm going to watch this. Because it, it looks marvelously entertaining. Entertaining. It looks like the kind of series I would like. Um, but for now, if I'm going to heed conscience, I, I simply can't. Mm -hmm. um, well, do, do you happen to remember um, who wrote that, that thesis that you referenced just a minute ago? I do not offhand know, and it's not published. He sent it to me. Um, it's never been publicly available. Well, Tim, thanks again so much uh, for taking the time to talk to us all this week. Uh, this is an important area for Christians to uh, continue to think about, uh, to pray for wisdom um, and foster discernment in this area. And I hope this conversation that we've had with you this week uh, will help others to do that. So thanks again. Oh, you're very welcome. And thanks for covering the, the issue. I think it's a very important one. And as I said, very overlooked. So I'm glad people are thinking about it. And if people can just get in their minds this idea of conscience and informing your conscience, go ahead and inform your conscience, pray about it, read scripture, and see, see how the Lord convicts you. Thanks so much for tuning in this week to The Local Youth Worker. 
As always, we hope you've been encouraged and equipped in your call as youth workers. If you take time to rate this podcast on iTunes, it would greatly help us. As always, we want to thank Joe Deegan for providing the music and encourage you to go out and purchase his newest CD, Cover and Title Page, which you can find at iTunes. See you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Oh, come and buy without money. Oh, come and feast without pay. Yeah.